So how are you guys? Good? Everybody get enough sleep and all that good stuff? You know, I've got to tell you something. So, you know, I've been walking with Jesus for a while, right? And one of the things that I absolutely was one of my pet peeves is you're speaking somewhere and you do this, right? Right here. And the speaker starts. And it doesn't do that. Isn't that awesome? Anyways, little, it's the little things, you know, that I appreciate from people back there doing their, their game, right? Okay, so today I wanted to talk to you guys about what we started yesterday, right? We started yesterday having a conversation about prayer. And uh, <clears throat> we're a little limited on time, but I'm not going to let that slow us down, okay? But the reality is that where we're going with this is really, really important. Why is it important? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase a story that's found in Matthew 4. I was going to read it, but I'm just going to paraphrase it, okay? Matthew 4, and it's, I think it's titled something like The Temptation of Jesus, or different Bible versions have different titles for it. But it's when Jesus got tempted, okay? Here's the gist of it all. An angel shows up and says, hey, Jesus, I'm going to take you. Okay, so he takes Jesus to the desert, right? Picture this. Leaves him there. And for 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus is praying and fasting. So he says, the, the Bible says fasting. But trust me, he was praying too. So he's praying and fasting during these 40 days. And then the devil, Satan, comes up and tempts him. Notice something that occurred first. What happened first? There was a preparation. You follow me? There was a preparation that happened. There was something that occurred that allowed Jesus to prepare himself for what was to come. See, when you talk about a, a, an excellent basketball player, and they're going to have the playoff game, what do they do? They practice, right? They practice. They get ready. They, they, they you know, just study the players that they're going to play. They study, you know, I need to get my game on correctly, their three-point shots, et cetera, et cetera. Baseball team that's, you know, going to be playing in their playoffs as well, whether it's the World Series or whatnot. What do they do? They prepare, right? They get ready for the game. These are professional athletes that know what they're doing, but do they say, oh, you know what? We're here. We got here, so it's going to be a piece of cake. No, they practice. They get in their game. They get in their zone. Tiger Woods, right? For me, one of the all-time, my all-time favorite golfers, right? The guy's amazing. Is he just amazing because he's amazing? No, he's amazing because he's dedicated time into his craft. Do you follow where I'm going with this? Jesus came to this earth to accomplish one thing, and that was to die on the cross knowing who he was. Do you follow me? Knowing who he was. So that we in turn can know who he is. He had to prepare himself. So he gets dropped off in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. He studies. He prays. He seeks God. He fasts. There's no food. There's no water. He's weak. And Satan says, now is the time. And he goes and he says, hey, if you're really God, why don't you tell these stones to turn into bread? And Jesus says, I don't think so. I'm not going to do that. Because not by only bread alone will man eat, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God, right? And he says, okay, well, let me show you something. Let's go to Jerusalem. You know, 
So let me show you something. Why don't you throw yourself from this peak? Because doesn't the Bible say that God would charge his angels and would not allow your foot to stumble? And Jesus says, yeah, he does, but he also says to not tempt your God. He takes him somewhere else. Now, this is Satan taking Jesus somewhere. He takes him to the highest peak, and he shows them all the kingdoms of the world. And he says, if you bow down and worship me, I will give you all of this. And Jesus says, I don't think so. And Satan left. And angels come down and comfort Jesus. See, there's going to be temptations in your life. There's going to be things and struggles. But I'm going to tell you one thing. You're not going to overcome the struggle if you don't learn how to talk to God. It's that just that plain and simple. See, if you do not learn how to communicate with this creator that you say you love, that I say I love, then when the going gets tough, I'm going to fall. I'm not going to make it because I didn't prepare my body. I didn't prepare my mind. I didn't prepare my soul. I didn't prepare myself to receive what God's strength I need in order to overcome. Does that make sense, guys? Does it make sense, what I'm saying? We need to be able to understand that prayer is vital. It is important. But here's the thing. Do you remember what I showed you yesterday when I, when I grew up, what prayer was to me? <clears throat> Getting on my knees, lifting up my arms, and staying there for a while. Not that that isn't prayer. It's just not the only way to pray. Does that make sense? And you need to find what God is calling you and how God is calling you to pray. So now we're going to go back to Matthew 6. And this is the words of Jesus. And I'm, I'm going to just kind of read this. And I want you guys to think about this and meditate on this. Because this is what God, what Jesus himself said. This is how you should pray. He said, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. Did you know that Jesus is coming? May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Now there's a breakdown there. And there's really no formula, no one, two, three, no list of items on how to pray. But Jesus gives us this as a pattern. And the pattern is that we exalt and recognize who God is, first of all. Right? We understand who he is and we say it out loud. Not because he doesn't know who he is, but because we sometimes don't understand who he is. Does that make sense? So we need to recognize his, king, his kingship his lordship, who he is as God, as creator of everything. We say, yes, you are God. We recognize, we worship, we exalt you because you deserve that and more, right? That's the first thing. You're setting something up. And then you go into what? May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven where you're at. Let your will be done. Let what you want to happen here on earth, bring it down. Let it happen here on earth. Do you, do you see the setup that's occurring? And then it goes into what? Give us today what? What we need. Give us what we need. Whether it's food, whether it's shelter, whether it's peace, whether it's <clears throat> the love of a mother, of a father, whatever it is, God give us today our need and forgive us our sin. Forgive me for what I've done. And in turn, I forgive those that have done something wrong to me. But God, 
don't only do these things, would you keep us from the evil one? Would you keep us from temptation? Would you keep me from myself? Sometimes we are the biggest hardship on ourselves. Sometimes we create events in our lives by making certain decisions that take us to a certain place that is very difficult. Do you agree? Anybody? Right? We say something, we do something, we go somewhere that we maybe shouldn't have, but we did. And so, Lord, keep us from temptation and rescue us from evil. Help us out. <clears throat> so as Jesus says this to his disciples, he's preparing and he's letting us know something very, very vital and important. See, this is a heart condition. You follow me? It's not where you pray. And many times it's not even how you pray. It's what is the condition of your heart when you pray? Do you recognize his supremacy? Do you acknowledge that he's God and you're not? Do you understand that every good thing comes from God? That your food, that your meals, that all of these things that you enjoy come from God? Do you recognize that? <clears throat> Do you understand that there is a better way, his way, and we want that way to be here with us, among us, and we get to create that with him? Do we get that? Do we understand that, Lord, there will be temptations. There will be things that come. The evil one is after me. He has three jobs, steal, kill, and destroy. That's Satan. But apart from that, again, sometimes we create these issues, these problems, this drama ourselves. And then when we're in the middle of the mess that we've created, we're like, ah! Well, guess what? God still wants to help you, even in the middle of the self-infliction, if you will. He wants to be there. But we have to recognize who he is. We have to recognize that he's the only one that is the provider that can actually do something for you and for me. Amen? Do you follow me? I know it's early, guys. I'm sorry. It's kind of heavy. I'm almost done. <clears throat> so Jesus is telling us this is the pattern, if you will, how to pray. And how do you pray? Tell you something. Tell you what? However you want to. You hear that? however you want to? That's one question that I want leaders to hear. How do you pray? And my answer is, however you want to. I pray when I drive. I pray when I'm taking a shower. I pray when I'm on a hike. I pray when, I, when I'm playing in the water. I pray when I wake up. You know, the first words that probably 90% of the time that leave my mouth when I wake up are, and you don't have to copy them. You make them your own. But for me, it's good morning, Heavenly Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And thank you for another day. Those are the first words out of my mouth. And sometimes in different order, but that's, that's my heart. I prepare my heart to be in a position to be able to hear him, to be able to listen to him. Do you follow me? See, your heart has to be set right for you to be able to receive what he's trying to tell you, what he's speaking out to you. I have three little items here, and with this I'll close here pretty soon, okay? One, just some ideas to make you think of how can I hear God and how can I make or expand my prayer life, right? First one, and some of you have heard this before, some of you haven't. It's Latin and it's called Lexio Divina. 
okay? And that is basically a way to hear God's voice. The actual practice is reading Scripture three times. You read it once, you pause, you think, you pray, you consider. You read it again, you pause, you pray, you consider. You read it again, you pause, you pray, you consider. And many times, through those three times that you read Scripture, God speaks to your heart. He speaks to you. And, you know, maybe you try it once and it doesn't happen. Maybe you try it ten times and it doesn't. Why give up? Practice makes perfect, right? I don't think that Michael Jordan stopped throwing three-point shots when he was good at it. He continued. So get good at it and continue this practice. Number two, and these are things that I do because this is what I enjoy. There's many other ways. Take a hike. Literally, go for a hike. Go for a walk. You know, many people say, oh, well, I went for a hike. And they're immediately saying, oh, you went up what mountain? Not necessarily. Walking, hiking is kind of the same thing. Just go for a walk somewhere. Alone many times. And if you're going with someone, why don't you guys have a conversation about God? What if God speaks to you in the middle of your conversation? Or on your hike, whether you see trees, bears, water, fish, whatever. Find out this amazing, I mean, look at it out there. Look at it. Right? This is not something you wake up to every day. You guys wake up to something different. It's also beautiful. Ocean's beautiful, you know, different things. But the reality is, are you looking to find God? Or are you running to find social media? You know, or do you pick up your phone immediately when you wake up and who texted me? Who sent me a message? Did they like the picture I posted? Did they like my comment? Oh, she did and he did, whatever. Trust me, we're all there with you. I'm not pointing the finger. I'm with you. But the reality is the only approval we need, we have, and that is from Christ. Amen? You have it. You don't need to earn it. It's yours. So Lexio Divina, go for a hike, a walk. Beach time. You guys have a beach, and it's beautiful. Go for a walk. Contemplate God's creation. Contemplate what he's done for you. The oxygen you breathe. Any COVID survivors? Thank God for surviving COVID. Anybody not gotten COVID? Thank God that you didn't get COVID. Right? I mean, you follow me? There's so many things that we have to be thankful and grateful for. If we acknowledge him... He will direct our path, right? Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. He will guide you. He will lead you. And when he leads you, there's no misunderstandings. There's nothing wrong or bad. He's protecting you and guiding you. Prayer is something you progressively get better at. You hear that? Prayer is something you progressively get better at. You must practice it. You have to do it in order to get better at it. There is no wrong or right. Just get this. This is really important. Just talk to God. Just talk to him. There's nothing you can say that's going to offend him. You can't do it wrong. You can't do it right. It's you and God. What's your language with him? It might be a hike. It might not be. It might be in a corner somewhere in your room where you just get on your knees on your face and you seek after him. It might be that. It might be talking to your mom about God. 
And that's a prayer in and of itself. Discussing his goodness. Acknowledging what he's done, his creation. He's kept you. Acknowledging that you live in a great part of the world. Right? That you have no need. That we are rich because we're American. We're born in this place. And we get to have anything. Thank God for that. There's many places that they don't. Right? You have choice. What is your choice today? Will you choose to follow God? Will you choose to continue exalting and worshiping him? So now you're in this place that you're in. Right? Because you acknowledge him. You want his will to be done. You ask for forgiveness. You understand he's your provider. And you're asking him to keep you from temptation. You've entered the room, if you will. You've entered into the room. What do you do now? Whatever you want. You can talk to God. You can joke with God. You can do whatever you want with God. Many people say God jokes. Trust me. He's got some good ones. He is a loving person but greater, right? Not like you and me. He's God. But the reality is that you have to just break it down, guys. And the breakdown is that when you are praying, you're just having conversation like you were having conversation with your best friend. And if you can't have that yet, trust me, when you get there, it's going to be amazing because he's the only one that truly understands and comprehends your pain, your anger, your joy, everything. He gets you. This past year, 2020, has it been hard for anybody? Be honest. If it has, raise your hand. Right? A few of us. It's been a hard year. It's been a year yeah, of adjustments. It's been a year of maybe even fear. Right? I don't want to catch the COVID. I might, you know, blah, 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 so-and-so died or so, whatever. But let me tell you something. He knows that it's been a hard year. He knows it's been difficult. And he wants to soothe you. He wants to comfort you. He wants to bring peace into your life. So pray. No real way of doing it, just pray. Start praying. Ask God. And here's another question that's very similar to one that I asked last night that I want leaders to really go a little deeper if you have time. And that is, do you think there's a wrong way to pray? Is there a wrong way to pray? I want you to hear out your students Do you? Do you think there's a wrong way to pray? And discuss that. Why is that wrong? We have the pattern, right, of what Matthew 6 shows us, what prayer should look like, kind of a pattern, kind of a way, kind of a map on how to do it. But you put your own words to it. Just talk to God. And one thing that I have to remind you, and you you guys know me now, three years in a row here with you guys, and that is one thing. That God loves us, right? He loves us tremendously. He's not disappointed. He knows you're going to make mistakes. He knows Joe isn't perfect. And that's why he loves you, because Joe isn't perfect. But the reality is this, guys. He loves you so much that he, it's not that he doesn't look at the wrongs. It's that he says, yeah, that's why you need me. You follow me? He doesn't push you away when you make a mistake. He says, no, 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 no. Don't go away. Come in. Come into the room. Let's talk about it. Let me show you a better way. Let me show you that I do love you and that my love can change you forever and can change the situation that you're in, the hardship, the anger, whatever, the pain. 
than not knowing what's going to happen this year or next or the year after that. God does know. And he wants to give you these little nuggets of love in that secret place, the place where only you and him connect. And maybe every now and then you invite a friend and you guys connect together and you hold each other accountable and you talk to your youth pastor and you talk to your leader and you bring them in and you allow these people that love Jesus to walk it out with you. Does that make sense? That's very important. You're not a lone wolf. You can't do it alone. You only learn something that someone teaches you. You follow me? You only learn something that someone teaches you. Is that something that you're learning based in God's love? Because if it's not, if it's not based in God's love, it's not God. You hear me? Right now, a lot of people believe everything they hear online. Everything. Well, it's online. Years ago, we used to, we used to joke, us older folks, we used to say, well, if it's on Google, it must be true, right? We're no longer there. If Google says it, it is true. Well, I got a better one for you. What does God say in his scripture? Because that's the truth. And if anything out there does not coincide with the prayer that you're investing in and with the time that you're investing in reading the scriptures, if it doesn't go, if it goes against that, it's not God, and maybe you should reconsider. You follow me? Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your time. We thank you for your love and mercy. We ask, God, that as we go out and go into cabin and go into playing and go into all that we're doing today, that you would be the center of it all, that you'd be in the middle just loving on us and showing us little things as we expand our mind and our heart on wanting to learn how to pray, and not just how to pray, but how to talk to you, God, just to say, God, I, I need you. I feel sad. I feel broken. It really hurts. I don't understand. And then to just wait on a response, to hear you out, to not just come bumbling or mumbling a bunch of words, but to actually just sit at your feet and say, here I am, Jesus. I don't even know what to say, but I'm here and I'm willing to listen. So Father, we do, we are willing to listen. Give us words of encouragement, surround us with grace and mercy, with the right people to be able to grow our faith with you. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. God bless you guys.